everybody welcome to episode number 38 of the unknown games podcast a show where we talk about video games and sometimes occasionally our life here in japan and by we i mean myself adrian your host and of course my awesome co-host alex hey what's up alex we're moving the train along because this week we've got like a lot of stuff to talk about i mean more than our normal amount to talk about we've been keeping it short usually or i guess we've been doing you know 40 minute shows but i think this might go this might be an epic one everyone so you gotta you gotta you know strap on in get ready because we got some good games like last of us too mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i'm imagining right. like uh, uh hand claps in my mind right now like an applause sure. and yeah and then after that we've got some crazy good news with pokemon snap aka new pokemon snap also some apex news from the ea uh, event that happened star wars squadrons and then you know just some fun little news at the end but overall i think it's gonna be a great show and i hope that you all will enjoy it now as always you can follow us on twitter and on instagram at ugp underscore cast i almost said something else and yeah check out our youtube as well at unknown games podcast without further ado we're gonna move on into the show Episode number 38. I'm so happy. I'm so happy for 38. I don't know why, but I'm, I'm happy because I've been playing Last of Us too. <laughs> yeah, Which how is, is it? I haven't played it at all. Um, so how are you enjoying it? I'm I'm actually, I'm enjoying it in, in like a, in, in a, in a good way. So it's more Last of Us. I've literally uh, not looked at any news about this game except for the initial launch trailer and the second launch, like the second trailer. So like right. way back on E3s, way, ways ago. Like this game has been in the works for seven years. I did not know it. it's been seven years since that original trailer. But yeah. And Wait, really? It, seven? It's been seven. I, I literally looked on Twitter and there was a couple of counts. Like even Square Enix was like, had a, a tweet that was Wait, like, congratulations for getting this out. I was like, the heck? Actually seven? That's insane. Because if, you, I mean, FF7 Remake was announced in like 2015. So that's less time. Right? So I'm sitting here like, oh my word this is seven years of somebody's of people's lives that i'm you know wow, that's playing. funny i had no idea wow because like people give uh square enix uh shit all the time for being like oh you take forever to release games but ff7 remake was only five years right and this right? is longer than like and why is no one giving naughty dog a hard time uh, and because remember we had so many we had like a delay earlier this year and then we had another yeah, delay yeah. i mean and I, I, you know, I don't know. And that's, and that's part of the thing that's kind of got me curious. Like I said, I've been on media blackout for this, so I don't know what to expect. I know there was a, a leak that happened that ruined it for a lot of people. But for me, it's like this game has been in development since 2013. And, and when you're in the game, the calendar date is actually still 2013. And, and even in the, you know, the universe, I guess it's 2013 for, for that timeline. Uh, but it's crazy because I don't know what all has they've added in this game if it's going to be like part one of this game is a you know a game and then the last half of it turns into like a completely different game that's adjusted to this kind of you know like modern times or has added new mechanics i don't know so it's been a mystery to me but i've been enjoying it number one i've got to say i'm about six hours into the game now and i 
the game has kind of opened up. I'm no longer in the kind of introduction phase. And they, they, there's still a couple more mechanics. You still have the clickers and you still have people. I've just got actually gotten to the point where I am actually fighting against people and not just clickers, the kind of zombie-like creatures in this in this universe. But man, the cinematics are on next level. The acting, specifically the acting. Yeah, uh, I mean, like some. Yeah, my friend's been playing it as well, and he said the acting is really, really good. Um, it feels like a huge step up from the first game, which already was really good. It's and and I think that's the best way of putting, at least where I'm at right now. Last of Us Two is it's more Last of Us, but amped up even more. Uh, from the cinematics, the thing that I can say the most is that the details in the way that the characters, their eyes, they have a lot of minute eye movements. Uh, just, you know, we make a lot of movements with our eyes when we just subtly want to say like, no, and we can say it in a different way. You know what I mean? And they get that right every time. And that's what's kind of creepy. It's um, it's a little bit too unparalleled. I'm just sitting here like, oh my goodness, like this is a movie, but it doesn't work as a movie because it's a game and it's this this fine line that they've kind of treaded and they've done a really good job of pacing uh kind of tense moments and i i i'm i play this game almost like i play like a like dark souls because enemies will kill you in one hit and you gotta you really have to be careful you really have to kind of plan out your attack or if you're going to sneak however you're going to do it and it's left open enough to where you can you know this the same systems that you had before uh you know molotov cocktails or your your guns or med kits kind of crafting those items those are still there so you really do are left to your own devices of how you kind of want to play or get past certain areas or if you don't even want to fight at all which i find that very hard but i'm sure someone can do it yeah, so um, if it's anything like I remember from the first game, like you can use a lot of stealth, and that'll really help you out in your encounters because you're using less ammo and, and stuff like that. Right, so, right. That that's still the same. Still the same. Yeah, I'm in the same as as you actually. I've only seen the first initial trailer when that apparently was in 2013, um, mm -hmm. and then after that, I saw like one other trailer. Uh, but after that, I've avoided all the trailers. I didn't read the leaks. I didn't like. I didn't like investigate the game. I didn't go on any subreddit, so I'm mm -hmm. really, really, really blind. Um, I didn't get it at launch, but I do intend to play this game eventually. Like mm -hmm. I had an okay. Like I, I like the first game. Right, right. I'm. It was a good game, so I, I'm sure that I'll, um, you know, eventually pick up the second. I don't know, but I just for some reason like it really didn't um pick up on my list. Like it wasn't a game that I was like, oh, I'm gonna go and play that immediately. I know. That it's a good, I, good game. I like Naughty Dog games, but mm -hmm. uh, I don't know. Like this year, I'm I've been in a really big like different state of mind. Like I'm really, I'm playing a lot of JRPGs, so that's kind of where my focus is now. Right, right. And this, yeah. Other than Doom, I guess I just I got Doom, but yeah. And I think like the difference between this game and something like Doom, and you know, of course JRPGs, is, is this is high. This is this is like this is violence, just like the same way Last of Us violence was Last of Us violence, where it's it kind of hits you. They're using it in a way oh, that, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've already had two of those moments, and I, I can say like the game does take place. I think it's four years after the ending of the original game, and you are mm -hmm. in a different area. So instead of the fireflies, you're, there is an organization that's very similar to them, and they do some things narratively that I in the beginning of the game I was like, "What? Wait, am I playing a new character?" But the way they twist it is, it, it's kind of nice. 
Um, but yeah, just last night I had a moment where it was literally, I'm trying to chase after somebody and I'm not going to you know go into spoilers, but I'm trying to chase after this person. And then we finally found them and we're just trailing behind them a little bit. Right. So I were on a horse. Also the horse mechanics are nice. It, I, I feel like the graphics on this game were they may a, make me want a 4k HDR capable television uh, or, and a PS4 pro. That's literally, I want those two things now because it looks amazing. The lighting, the textures, everything is so good. Uh, but there was a moment. Yeah. I, I was just like, okay, well, let's go to the next area. And some shit hit the fan and my heart literally jumped like a closet scare even though I was just startled just the same way the characters would have been startled. They, they do this a couple of times so far and it's just been like, okay, what do I do? What do I do? Oh gosh. Okay. Okay. I'm good. Please, please don't, please don't hurt my girls. Please don't hurt. Please don't hurt early. And I feel for the characters and I think they, that's, you know, that's Naughty Dog. That's what they do. That's what they do best. Mm-hmm. Right. I haven't played a Naughty, Naughty Dog game in a, a while. I think the last Naughty Dog game that I played was, I, I don't know, man, like I want to say Uncharted 3 actually. That's better than me. I, I stopped at Uncharted two, and I oh think no, three I mean, was, Last of Us. Sorry, was La- Last, Last of Us. That was the last one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that's so, true. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the same for me than Last of Us. And then I yeah. still need to play Uncharted three and four, but yeah. And I and going back to graphics, I think what stands out, and this is also something that I think we we said about uh, Final Fantasy seven remake, is there's a lot of care put into the world around you, and just those kind of when you're going into different environments and you see these little these little things that you know someone just put there, whether it was like some outsourced team or whatever, but they put there as a random thing, you know what I mean? And it's in the environment, but it makes it feel so much more lived in and it makes it, the world feel so much more rounder. And that's that's apparent all the way through Last of Us too, uh, from the beginning, from, and I remember the first Last of Us, there were you no know, random bricks scattered around or you know random formations for chairs and you know things inside rooms but after a while you you kind of saw all of them and they started repeating and this time they're not repeating not nearly as much and all of the posters anything that's has words on it like on a wall you can read it it's all clear um and that just le- everything just has so much detail and and I guess before I, I stop talking about Last of Us, I will say the narrative is is still treading the same lines as it did before, but it's a different subject matter. And I can't mm-hmm. say it, I guess, because it'll get in uh, a spoilery ish. But for the first two hours, or there's a part in the game, I'm like, so what exactly am I going to be doing in Last of Us Two? And then now I'm at that point, of course, where I know what I'm going to be doing. But what I do have to say is, you're still it's still a story, and it's still you're traveling with the companion. And the dialogue between them, the things that they experienced together, it's still so well written. I'll say I went and found a building with some stained glass to get some uh, some, uh, some materials out of it, some gas, actually. And, and I didn't know what it was. And then the, the, the girl is like, yo, what, what, Ellie's like, what is this building? It looks like it's just, you know, just like a, a, a municipal building. And then her traveling companion is like, oh, no, this is a this is a Jewish synagogue. And you look up and there's, you know, the menorahs around. And and then you start they actually start doing a little bit of history lessons in there. And and that was interesting. You know, she talks about her family. She's like, yeah, my family's always been survivors. And you find out these little details, you know, little by little about the characters in such a natural way and then about the environment. So that's that's all I have to say about Last of Us, too. I'm going to keep playing it tonight and 
I, I don't think I'm going to beat it all in one go or something because I want to kind of let it simmer a little bit, but I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. Yeah, that, that's good. I mean, I, I'll get to it eventually. Um, I, I think the, the, to me, what's interesting about Last of Us is that it, it appears to, for some reason, I don't know why I haven't looked into this, but it has a, a fairly negative user review score right now on Metacritic. I, I don't know why that is. Uh, I, I, I don't know either. I've, I've kind of seen some like good, I think I've seen a little bit of the press reviews from like just the headlines or whatever. And it seems like it's good. And then I've seen like some user, like the Metacritic, it's like, it's bad. And there's some sort of dissonance and I don't know what that dissonance may be. There's some cool mini games. There's cool things they're doing, but like I said, this is a game that is expensive it's pretty much what you would expect from Last of Us Part 2. It's more mm -hmm. Last of Us. And if it wasn't your cup of tea in 2013 or 20, whenever that game came out, 2013, it's yeah. not going to be your cup of tea now. And the mechanics, some of the, the things like the shooting and everything like that, it's refined, but you know, it's not going to be what you're used to today from a third-person shooter maybe. That's the best yeah. way of, of putting it. And as far as I can see, I don't know what people are giving a, a bad review to. Uh, maybe the ending is something. Maybe there's something with the ending. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't, I haven't investigated it, but it was, it was interesting to see. So that's pretty much what I've been playing. And I, I haven't played as much of it as I wanted to because I ended up playing Final, Final Fantasy fourteen, and then hopping into Destiny 2. Uh, yeah, cool. So I guess that's uh, a bunch of time things. How are you enjoying 14? 14, so I'm playing a Conjurer, uh, and this is the first time I have played 14, and I didn't play Final Fantasy 11. So this is all kind of new to me, kind of like the systems. And it's kind of funny because we, we thought, I was talking about like an outdated UI. I was trying to add my friends, and it was like so complex we couldn't find each other. It's like, please put your player name here first name and then there's like last name search and then there's all these check boxes and it took us a while but we finally got to playing with each other and no it was really fun to kind of like chill out and zone out i'm playing on ps4 and i'm using the controller um halfway to deb like debating using mouse and keyboard oh yeah because you can do that i think on, on a ps4 yeah and i did find out like if i just tap the d-pad not the d-pad but the the kind of what's the pad the touchpad it acts mm -hmm. as the mouse and it doesn't, mm -hmm. and I was like, oh, okay, this made things a little bit easier. It's been kind of hard trying to find where my quests are. So it's been me mainly getting used to the UI and trying to find things. But other than that, like I've, I've kind of enjoyed seeing, you know, random people around in the world, you know, like kind of like MMO feel where people are there and then random mm -hmm. stuff is running past you. I was like, what the heck is that? Like, oh, that dude looks so cool. I want to be like that one day, you know? So that's so far I'm still in the intro area, so I can't really say much. I'm only like level seven. I'm still Sorry, a noob. 17 or 7? Seven? 7. How do you only level 7? Like, your first 10 levels should go real fast. That, yeah, that's the thing. They should go really, really fast. I played... Uh, so, I did 1 to 7 in about 2... Two and a half hours, I think. Yeah, that's it's real fast. Yeah. Like, yeah. you'll level up by killing, like, 4 things when you get out into the field for the first time. So, that's, that's where I'm at now. I've got to do a little bit more grinding there. Essentially, me and my friends, I'm using games as a way to play with different friend groups. So I've got Apex. It's like a, it's a schedule now. Apex is Saturday and Sunday night, whereas Destiny is like Sunday or Saturday 
afternoon-ish. Oh, I started Borderlands 3 as well. So I'm on that. That's definitely Sunday afternoons. And then, yeah, 14 is Friday nights. Mm-hmm. So I've, I've got uh, that down. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I used to play a lot of 14 as well. I used to end up... I, I played it. Like, that was the only game that I played. So I would play it daily, nightly, actually. Because mm-hmm. when you get to a certain level, uh, you unlock your daily roulettes, which basically get you a bunch of experience and stuff. Okay. Um, And once you hit level cap... Obviously, you don't need experience anymore, but you can you can still do roulettes to level up other classes that you that you have because you you can pick any class that you want. Right, right. Like you can just change on the fly. You can level up any classes you're not using, but when you get to to max level and you start doing end game contents, you need to do your um like class specific your daily roulettes. Yeah, oh, okay. to to get tombstones that are called because tombstones let you uh, exchange. You can exchange tombstones for a set of of gear, basically. So like mm-hmm. high end end game gear. Okay. Okay. So there's always like a bunch of tombstones. You honestly you won't you don't you, you won't need to to know about this until you get to at least level fifty. But uh, tombstones will let you exchange for um, there's there's gear that you can buy with tombstones, mm-hmm. uh, and then there's gear that's like you can also buy with tombstones, but they're the the amount that you can get per week is capped. So it's impossible for you to like grind out all the tombstones you need in like four days and then buy the gear. You can only okay. hold so many, like you can only earn so many per week. Okay, so you actually have to like use them up before the week is out, kind of thing. No, you can't use them. You just you keep them. You just can't you just keep earn more. Okay. You can't earn more than a than a certain amount in a week. And then there's the tombstones you get, um, for doing like the the second most recent raid tier, mm-hmm. and um, and those are those are kind of difficult well i mean because you have to raid for those right so those are the hardest ones to get yeah yeah we'll see if we get that far i know right now we're just playing once a week and but if we all get you know a lot more into it and i I know one of the guys in the group is is pretty into it already so he's like oh yeah i was at like level 16 like i just did it in one sitting and we're all just like uh we're gonna catch up to you but i mean like i'm enjoying it. it was really relaxing i will say it was kind of hard to figure out some of the like i said the ui things that's that took me the longest but i, I the, the the opening cutscene, the story and stuff seems really interesting like is, is were you interested in the story when you were playing or yeah yeah yeah. i mean it has really good cut they're really long cutscenes though um so ff14 is notorious especially the first um the first story i guess so what would be in version 2.0 mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um the the final dungeon for 2.0 has like the longest cutscenes ever and i feel really bad for new players and if you get this far i highly recommend you do the final like story quest with a pre-made team cuz if you do okay. with if you do this with randos if you just queue up normally mm-hmm. uh what's going to happen is you're going to get into the dungeon you're going to watch a cutscene and then when your cutscene is done you're going to find that the party is gone they're gone they wait, left you already, behind. They are wait. Oh, so it doesn't wait for everyone to finish the cutscene. It's like legit. Press, go ahead and press start. You can you can skip the cutscene and continue the. Yeah, and oh. everyone everyone will will skip the cutscene because it's a long it's a long dungeon. Um, mm. the cutscenes are long as they're super long as hell, and those dungeons are part of a roulette. So pe- like high level players are in that dungeon, just to grind out experience, or they're just there to like get the roulette done. So they don't care about you, really. So uh, okay, how how many yeah. people can be in the the dungeon? Like, or at that time, is it four or is it six? It depends on on the dungeon. So most dungeons are four, 
and okay. then those ones for some reason are like eight and okay. then yeah um so, they, they they changed they changed it in, in version 3.0 and, and later where the the dungeons aren't as long and okay. they split up the last kind of um dungeon slash boss fight in 3.0 to be two different encounters so what happens in, in the end of 2.0 is that it's a long dungeon and then at the end of that dungeon is the boss of that story arc so it's just super okay. it's just a super long encounter oh, you're, you're in there for a while uh, but in 3.0 it's a dungeon and then you leave and then you queue up for the final fight which is a, a welcome change i know that like some of this stuff isn't retro act not retro retroactive but just like my friend was saying some of the mechanics they added later on in some of the oh, expansions yeah, yeah. don't apply you, you, in A Realm Reborn. Like, it's just like vanilla left as vanilla, kind of. Um, in some ways. Well, they tweaked the battle system. So I actually I stopped playing like a year, two years ago. So even if I jump in, I can't talk about the game now because I am not playing it. Okay, but, okay. Um, stuff that concerns the overall battle system is tweaked for all players regardless if you have all the expansions or not like i think they got rid of tp so i mean you're playing it now is there a thing there's just hp and mp right yeah it's just H hp and mp yeah so when i was playing there was a thing called tp is and if you were not or something Please like technical, technical points technical yeah. points okay and if you're playing like a melee class your your skills would use tp rather than than mp oh, okay um and but even though i was playing like a dragoon i had an mp bar but literally nothing would use it so it like, was just there. Yeah, yeah. It, like none of my there. skills used MP. Uh, so they tweaked it, I think. So now everything uses uh, MP. So okay, okay. Well, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll let you know how how it's going next podcast. Because like I said, I'm, I'm enjoying it. I got to do a little bit more leveling up. So it's pretty much that and Last of Us are my kind of go to games right now. And then like I said, Destiny too. Uh, just playing like Crucible and Gambit and a lot of the the PvP modes so far and just getting back into that on PC. It's really smooth, man. Really smooth. I've I've been doing that. But conversely, my Apex oh, you're time... Playing on, yeah, you're playing Destiny 2 on PC now? On PC, yeah. I'm playing on PC. Yeah, interesting. So you you were playing it on, on console before. What's your impression? Right. Like how... I'm, I'm just... Because I've never played on, on console. So like, mm -hmm. how how does it feel? Like, is it is it better why is it better what would you say for me like destiny like one when i was playing a, a lot of destiny like the good thing about destiny was always made for a console before a pc right so the the way you aimed there was always a, a heavy amount of aim assist and everything just it just felt right it always felt right it always felt really nice and going to pc the aiming feels really uh, really good because a lot of the uh, like you don't have to be consistently focused on firing at an enemy hitting it you know uh i guess critic critically hitting it in the head or whatever i mean it's good to do that but it's pretty stable most of the guns the perks and everything they'll they'll pretty much stable your guns out to where you know you don't really have to worry about aiming that much uh, but what I do love about the PC version is, of course, it's 60 frames plus or whatever, and it's it's smooth. The graphics look really nice. I think it's a lot easier to navigate a lot of the menus because they've made menus cumbersome. Like, I don't know why you have to go to the map screen, like where I guess, yeah, the map 
screen to, to see your quest, as opposed to going to your inventory screen to see this quest. And those two screens are not linked together. Like those are two separate things. So it's kind of like some of that stuff is weird. And, and there's a lot of things that they don't really explain, which is par on course for Destiny. They just give you some quests and say, go find it, go do it. Uh, but yeah, that's what I got to say. Like, I, I love how I was able to transition to mouse and keyboard and it felt really, really, really good. Like, yeah, I, I can imagine for certain changed. games, certain games, I feel like PC would be, um, maybe more comfortable just because, mm -hmm. just because you have a keyboard. So for example, um, in Borderlands, I'm, I haven't played on console, but on Borderlands on PC, like tab is for quest, but M is for map. So if you just want to look at your map, it's just like one mm -hmm. button away. Which it, it's much better than than PS4. Trust me, like that's one of my gripes about the PS4 version or the console version is literally having to cycle through all the menus in like the most unintuitive way. I, I've literally told my friend when we were playing it, I was like, "Yo, this seems like a game that's better on PC." Was it this just, cumbersome just for us? Yeah, yeah. Just, just because of all the buttons. Yeah, I mean, I can see that. Um, on Apex, by the way, on console, like you have two guns and then you can stow your gun, right? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. So how do you jump if your gun is stowed, how do mm -hmm. you jump to gun one or gun two? It's triangle? It's triangle, yeah. So it's like I guess Call of Duty or whatever. You hold triangle to holster it and then you press triangle to press it to pull it out. But you don't you have to like pre plan and I and I've noticed this when I've jumping back from PC and PS4, right? Or just controller, is at least on PC, you can hit one, two to get... or Yeah, to get to either gun or to three to gun, holster. Or yeah, three. Yeah. yeah. Whereas for PS, you know, for controller, you need to holster it in the form, like whatever you want to appear first, that's the gun you need to holster. Oh, so... Yeah. I can't pull out just... I ah, want my okay. 99 right now. I have to make sure that I holstered my 99 first. Then when I press triangle again the 99 will that, come out that's first. the one that comes out that's the one that comes out yeah so it's like last gun used basically pretty much yep okay interesting so that's that's uh -oh, how i'm yeah. accustomed to playing but in destiny it's the opposite i'm just like okay one two one two three <laughs> use it yeah 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 i mean just speaking about the controller keyboard thing is like i when i was playing 14 i was raiding with uh, seven other people mm -hmm. and one our tank actually was playing on a, on a console so and he was good. Like he was playing at a very, a very well, a high level. And mm -hmm. I think when it comes to FF14, you, as long as you get used to it, like you can play really good on a PS4. Like I, I would plug in a keyboard still just so you can chat like way easier. <laughs> but yeah, I've, other than that, like, yeah, it's all good. Yeah, I've heard people who are just using the the controller like from other podcasts, and they're like, "Yeah, yeah, I, like I'm used to it. It's norm. It's it's great now." And I'm like, "Oh, okay." And yeah. the more I've used it, the better it's it's gotten. But I still, for me, feel a little bit like, "Okay, let me try hooking up a mouse and keyboard." Just you want to wanna see. try using keyboard? Yeah, yeah, just just to see, especially because I'm healing, and I don't like the way how I have to like cycle through my team members. Oh like, yeah, okay. If I were I, playing I like you... DPS or something, if I was doing anything else, then sure maybe i think it can work but healing i need to like select either people specifically or like they better all just be ranged heal spells when i was when i was playing healer and, yeah if you use your f keys your f keys will target specifically that person in your party mm -hmm. 
That's that's what I really I really want. So I because I think it's like left D pad and right D pad target. If I remember this, it's target enemies and then up and down on the D pad will target your will cycle through your uh, allies. And it took mm-hmm. us, it took me a while to figure this out. I was like, what the heck? Why do I keep? I, I just want to target the nearest person to me, and it's just like, uh, uh, uh yeah. okay. Yeah. I haven't played 14 in a while. I mean, like, I've been thinking about it, honestly. Like, I keep thinking about jumping back into 14 because... But, but, but we got that blue protocol, man. We got yeah, the that's blue the thing. That's like, that's the like the only thing. That's like the only thing that's keeping me back. It's just like, oh, but you can play this in, you know, maybe a couple months. I'm like, okay, I'll, maybe I'll wait. Just, which is going to be good. I think we're... <laughs> It, wait, did we did we do we know if it's free to play or not? I, I forgot if we. I, I don't I don't know if they announced it. So yeah, I, I'm I hope it's I think it'll be free to play. I don't Dude, see why. If it's free why. to play, that's gonna be awesome. That's gonna be that's that's huge. At least for me, it's huge. Yeah, because yeah, then um, you can jump into it. It was fun. Like I had a really good time with, with Blue Protocol. I had a couple complaints, and like I mentioned before, like I don't know how I'll feel about the game twenty to 30, 40 hours later. Mm-hmm. But. It has a really has a lot of potential. Let's say the cutscenes are really good and the graphics look awesome. But what yep. keeps the staying power of an MMO is just like the end game content. The end game and, content. Yeah, and how fun it is to play after that. So if the the boss fights, the raids, if they're not fun, I'm not gonna play it, right? Mm-hmm. But I mean, I mean and we we won't I, know how much stuff yeah, they have yeah. planned or no ready once it launches. You know what I mean? It could be like Destiny, where literally there was just the raid. Once you did the raid, you just kept doing the raid for like an additional, what was it three or four months until the next raid came out? Like it just, it was so dry that all of us were like, "What are we? What are we doing?" Well, here that's again? kind of that's kind of how fourteen works as well. But the raid is broken up into to floors, and mm-hmm. then those are broken up into tiers. So like. The end game rated for fourteen is like you'll you'll get four floors at first, okay, and then once you beat the fourth floor, you still have to do them again because you're not gonna get all your you're not gonna get your full equipment set just by beating each floor once. You kind of have to do those floors over and over and over again. Okay, okay. but then after after those those four floors are, are done, they'll release the next four floors, and it continues the story of the raid. It it has a, a story, oh, okay. and then it's That's four more cool. floors. And then after you've done, like those four floors come with their own new equipment set and you got to grind out those floors to grab, you know, your equipment, your weapon and your armor. And then okay. all in all, each raid, major raid in 14 has 12 floors broken up into three tiers, if that makes sense. That's that's a, a lot, but hey, it's a good little bit to go through, you know? I mean, like, and, hey, and if they, you're going to make it in-game, yeah, they, make it in-game. And they trickle down, so it's like... It's like um, four, like one to four, and then a couple months later it'll be uh, five to eight, and then it'll be nine to twelve. Oh, okay, so it's like on like a little monthly release schedule of. Well, so it's you... more than monthly, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Well, but those that's... four, like when I was reading, like they're not easy. Like you grab a team, and you're like practicing a fight. You're practicing practicing one floor. For weeks, you're trying to oh, clear a fight once, and then you're like, "We did it, guys! We learned the first tier, the first floor, rather." And we have we to relearn it. for the second tier, like the second. And it's floor, like yeah. now, now it's jump into the floor two and let's learn this fight, and you're doing that for a couple oh, weeks, gosh. and then it's like, "Oh, let's learn the third floor," and then you're doing that. So that's which, that's rating at fourteen. Hey, which is fun, and I, I will say, and if you're rating in Destiny, it's that same experience. So, because Destiny's raids are broken up into typically like three, four, maybe sometimes five. Uh, sections 
that you kind of have to figure out what you need to do in terms mm-hmm. of like, it's almost like a puzzle, but you know, so, so yeah, I like really that. similar. Yeah. So it's, it's I a really lot of fun. Like that. Yeah. To me, that's a lot of fun because the, the satisfaction of clearing with the team, like saying like, we did this together, like we learned mm-hmm. this fight and we're good at it now. Like that's where I get my satisfaction. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I definitely know that. It, it, it always put a lot of stress on me because I don't like being under pressure sometimes because like everyone has their role. And if you, you mess up your role, like chances are you might just have wiped, like there's a high chance you're going to wipe and just, all right, let's just do it again. Cause yeah. Oh my God. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like, and, and it can get frustrating if you don't yeah, have, yeah. if you're playing with random sometimes and mm-hmm. you don't know who yeah. knows the role or maybe everyone does, but you know, in destiny, it'll be like, okay, like I just want to get this done to get this reward this week. But yes. people are playing after work and they're already stressed and you're like, oh, come on, bro. Like, let's, let's, yeah. let's, let's be happy. Let's be happy. <laughs> That's the same. It's the same thing. I agree. Like, you know, one dude messes up because like there's a, I've never played Destiny Raids, but like we, it's kind of like a dance where it's like mm-hmm. DPS mm-hmm. does this, healers do this, tanks do yep. this. And every, everyone has to do like the thing that they everyone have to does do. The thing. Yep. They have to go to a certain position or something. And if yep. one guy messes up and it causes the team to wipe. Everyone is just like, especially if it's a random, they'll like turn on him and like, what were you doing? Like, why aren't you in your position? Like, yep. don't you know this fight? Yeah. So that's exactly, exactly like raids and destiny. Like you just got to be, you have to know, okay, at this point in time, this is, is about to happen. You need to be there. I need to be here. You pop your ultimate and then give us some orbs so I can pop my ultimate and then give us some buffs, whatever we need to oh my focus God, fire yeah. on this. And if you don't do that, yeah. then we have to do it again. Yeah, and then yeah, we're yeah. running out of ammo and resources. It, yeah. It's that, it's that. That, oh my so god, that sounds that sounds so familiar. And like in fourteen, like sometimes you'll have groups will they'll try to save the run. So mm-hmm. like let's say one person is out of out of position and it causes the boss to just to for everyone to eat a certain attack. Yeah. And then let's say like both tanks die, one healer's mm-hmm. dead, your DPS is gone. It looks like a wipe. You'll you'll have like one healer who's like I'm gonna save it and they'll use like the level three limit break to res everyone. And That's then terrible. like. Oh, like, but then, like, let's say, like, oh, everyone's up. It's the run is saved, except not really because you needed that limit break later down the line. Oh, it's actually, (laughs) yeah, yeah. And now, now you could have it. Yeah. Now you don't have it. Well, we're going to move on to the news. We're going to take a quick break and we're going to, like I said, we're going to move on to the news. And once again, like, if you're playing Last of Us 2 or if you're playing 14 or any other MMOs, let us know on our anchor page. Uh, leave us a voice message or give us a shout out on Twitter, you know, UGP underscore cast, or check us out on anchor.fm backslash UGP cast. Wow, I've got that. Got it down, everybody. We're going to move on to the news and we'll see you after the break. I got that good D. I am the. Oh gosh, that was gonna go in a weird direction if I said do I am know, the D. Do you know? Do you you know what he's referring to, right? Defense. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh my gosh, so funny. I, I am being the purest of mind here. Oh my god, it's hilarious. Def- <laughs> this episode uh, is entitled D for Defense. That's hilarious. Uh, <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, no, oh, no I'm man. I'm sorry. It's not defense. Uh, well, we're back with the news, and this week or last week, we had a lot of things happening and leading up to the podcast as well. Uh, number one, so new Pokemon Snap heading to the Switch. 
Uh, there's no de- release date on it right now, but they do have a trailer that they did release. And apparently this is being developed by Bandai Namco. Yeah, so, so hype. Uh, good news, everyone. Um, shout out to all my homies uh, who are listening in the year, like, 1998. <laughs> um, yeah, we're going to get a sequel. Don't you worry. We're gonna we're gonna get it. You know, it's, it's so crazy because a lot of people always wanted Pokemon Snap. Like a lot of people like. Yeah, yeah. I remember playing it's fun. It, yeah. I literally I don't know a single person who's just like, eh, it's not a good game. I don't know. I don't know a single person. Everyone's like, oh yeah, well, Pokemon Snap was this. Yeah. Uh, yeah, people are like Pokemon Snap was the shit. But the thing is, is like yeah, Pokemon yeah. Snap is like the most leisurely, relaxing game that you oh can my play. God, yeah. Like, like, like literally, what, 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 what are you gonna hate against? Like, oh, I got bored. Yeah, like, maybe so that's fun. it. <laughs> but it's I good. Have a really, like my favorite memory in Pokemon Snap is like um, much many years later. So Pokemon Snap got released on the virtual console for the Wii uh, mm-hmm. in two thousand and six or two thousand seven or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was at my my high school girlfriend's house at the time we were dating, I had to like, I was waiting for my girlfriend at the time to get ready. So I, I go, I drive her to her house and I'm, I don't, I think, I can't remember where we're going. I think probably we were going to like the high school, like prom or something. I honestly don't remember. I just, <laughs> so I went to her house and I had to like wait for her to get ready. And in the time that it took for her to get ready, I started a new game of Pokemon Snap and I beat Pokemon Snap. Like I got to like Mew and I photographed Mew like that. Within the time it took her to get ready, I I beat Pokemon Snap. So that's like an hour. Uh no, I think that was oh my god, I think it was like Did you two say thirty hours minutes. Oh okay, two hours. Okay, okay. Yeah, because like, like the thing about Pokemon Snap is like once you have played it once and you know the tricks, like you know mm-hmm. how to get to the roots, then you're like, oh yeah, it's like a riding a photographic like, bicycle or something. Yeah, I don't know. It's I mean like this is a game that I played when I was a kid. At my friend's house, so I never owned it. I owned a Pokemon Coliseum. You I owned, wait, Col- Coliseum was a GameCube game. You mean Stadium? Stadium. There we go. Stadium. Yeah. 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 So I, I owned Stadium, but I never got Snap. Snap. I, I just played it at my friend's house. You know, like back then, you don't have money. You can only request things from your parents. So yeah, it's up to your parents. So I was just so, like, are you, I, are you gonna you gonna jump on? Oh, you need to get a Switch, dude. Yeah, this it's gonna be the it's gonna be the you need to get a Switch moment again. <laughs> Darn you, Switch. Stop what is doing gonna, it. What is what is gonna be the game that is gonna convince you to get a switch? Like, I don't think there's, there's already a, a there's game. already been so many good games, uh, I, and I you're just like, I, oh I, yeah. Look, I don't think it's gonna be a game that convinces me to get a switch because honestly, I was ready to get a switch last week. Honestly, I really was. So I don't know if I've talked about my internet problems on the podcast, but essentially, I sign up for an internet provider. And oh yeah, and you had yeah. like a uh, discount or something, yeah? Yeah, they, they were like, you can buy anything in the store. Uh, and we'll give you $220 discount on it. On it. And yeah, I was and you were like, thinking Switch. Yeah, yeah I, I go over to the game section because I needed an Xbox controller for uh, for PC. And, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, oh, wait, I could get a Switch. Look over. Mm-hmm. And no Switches, man. Nothing. Just clear it out. Once again, I, I don't even think they had Switch lights. I, I just couldn't get a Switch. And I'm like, well, this would have been a great time to get a get a Switch. This is So you were looking moment. for Switches or Xbox controllers and you got neither? Yeah. And I got, I got, yeah, I got neither because the well, they product, didn't have any Xbox controllers in stock or what? They actually, they didn't have any Xbox One controllers in stock. They just had the Pro, what's their Pro controller? The Elite? They just had that. And I was like, I'm not oh, about to play for a darn Elite I, I own one. I have one. I'm not have, kidding. They're, re- they're so good. They're I do, really I do. Good, I have, but I, I just, they're so I, good. I'm not going to use it all the time. I, you know, I just, I just want it for a little bit, you know, I just, I just uh, wanted a 360 yeah. controller or something, just wired if I, if that's the case. 
My my PC controller of choice is now the Xbox um, Series, or sorry, Elite Series Two. So prior to that, I was using a regular Xbox One controller. Mm-hmm. And then a couple months ago, I treated myself, so I got an Xbox uh, Series Two, and that is my go-to controller now. Mm-hmm. Um, it feels good in hand. It has really good grips. It has the four paddles on the back. You can program those to whatever you want. Okay. Uh, the thumbstick tension is adjustable, so you can make them loose or tight. You can what? you can change the triggers on the back to hair triggers. So you want I want full trigger rotation, or you're like, oh, I'm playing a shooter, and every microsecond counts. You can turn them into hair triggers, so they don't even like really go down the floor. All the way down, you just just yeah. Wow. So it is my favorite controller for PC. I don't even own an Xbox, but I do have a PC, and I do play games on PC with the controller. So. That's hey. the controller I use, yeah. It's okay. You do have an Xbox. You have a PC. That's an Xbox. Yeah, basically, sure. <laughs> you yeah, have, I, you I have guess, it. yeah. You got it. You got yeah. it. So we have Pokemon um, Snap, uh, like we were saying. That's that's happening. And then just kind of moving on to the next, I guess, the biggest other big announcement that no one saw coming, Kingdom Hearts 2. I mean, Kingdom oh, Hearts. yeah. Memory of Melody or whatever it's called. Oh, man. Yes. Uh, so Kingdom Hearts Melody of Memory. Oh, is I got it be, backwards. Yeah. Don't worry, that's still a plus for the game. You remember the name, and that's the best thing you can do with the Kingdom Hearts game. Uh, so they announced this, and they also announced uh, a kind of, I think, a sequel to the mobile version, which is uh, Kingdom Hearts Union Dark Road. The previous one was Kingdom Hearts Union X, so, you know. Yeah, you are they do. combining both the games into one? I actually don't know what's happening there. So the they're, they're going to be separate. The Union X is already has been out for a couple years or whatever, and then, uh, or I guess it's, an expansion to, yeah yeah so this is an expansion to it so it's going to be out on june 22nd which is pretty much today uh, while we're filming this podcast and yeah so melody of memory has over it's a as they said they describe it an action rhythm game right uh, your king you know you've got donald sora and goofy cool. going down a melodic track we'll, we'll say like rock band or girl, yeah guitar it's like hero. guitar hero or something yeah and you're pressing buttons somehow to hit notes and that that's it. There's over 140 songs in the game. Uh, that, so that's one part of the game. And the other part of the game is that you'll be kind of going through the story as Kaidi, which a, yeah, I know a lot of people what, I, really I, like. I think most people, are they care about that part. They don't care about the rhythm action part. Yeah, so it's, it's kind of one of those things where Kingdom Hearts is notorious for doing this, where they make legitimately a full-on game that's a rehash of all the game's previous game's environments. Right, so you're going through all of these wonderful, memorable sections of of score and and music from PS2 Kingdom Hearts backgrounds. I mean, they look like they're touched up, but let's face it. Yeah, apparently they look not good or something. Like it, I, it I, looks I don't know. like like it's not Kingdom Hearts three engine. This this is some straight up right. Kingdom Hearts two. It looked like Kingdom Hearts one or two PS2 level, and they just okay. reused the assets. I have no clue, but yeah, you know, Kingdom Hearts fans eat your heart out. No pun intended. Sure, yeah. <laughs> that's all, that's all um, so I'm the thing about with me is about Kingdom Hearts. Every time there's a new Kingdom Hearts game, and it kind of blows up on the internet, I'm like, oh, that looks really good. I'm curious about like, um, the story. I want to learn about this. Like these characters are cool. But then I'm like, I go to a wiki and I'm like, what do I need to know? Um, and it's just like the most convoluted friggin thing in my life and then i back off and i'm it like gets, oh gets so never mind 
I don't want to play that. Yeah. I, I mean, we we talked about it before. It's just it's so and all these yeah these are canon. These you know this is this is a canon game, so you can continue your story. I it's just it's so hard. It, you might just 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 skip it, everyone. Yeah, almost <laughs> so, Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, so just skip it, everyone. And after that, we we had the EA uh, event that was I think it's EA Play is what their annual g- event is called. You know, in terms of E3, where they showed off the new trailers. Of course, we had Apex news, some big e- Apex news. Uh, we had huge EA news in terms of uh, their distribution platforms and Star Wars Squadrons, and then you know EA Sports and EA Originals. So starting off, uh, it's really nice to see that Apex Legends is going to be cross-play. So we've got Apex Legends on Switch. That's a huge announcement coming this fall. And then if you're on, I think, is it even Epic Store? On Apex Legends? No, I think it's just Steam only. Okay, so Steam, uh, PC, you know, PS4, Xbox, Switch. They're all going to be able to play together. That's really cool. That's really nice. And then, of course, a lot of other EA games have been coming to the, the Steam Store. They've been rolling out, you know, week after week kind of thing. And I'm so excited because Dead Space 3 is finally available for me to play. Yeah, and Mass Effect 3 as well, and Titanfall 2, and The Sims 4, and like a, a lot of games. Um, a lot I, I don't of, really care about yeah. The Sims 4, but I mean, it's exciting that... Um, well, I think all oh, Battlefield's on there now as well, so you want to play Battlefield, yeah. like that's on Steam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're like they're like rolling them out kind of little like week by yeah. week kind of thing. I don't know, but you so you've been playing Titanfall every once in a while, you know, outside of Apex games, because you've been a huge Titanfall fan, but you said like yeah, so, a lot of people... Yeah. like come into the community are jumping now? on it. yeah so now on? that now that the game's on steam um i noticed like i was playing Titanfall 2 a couple weeks ago and i was looking at the the server population uh, and i play i i'm we're in japan right so i kind of play at weird times let's say for a lot of people mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. i'm used to seeing like 2000 online 5000 online uh but when i checked out titanfall on the weekend it was 10,000 people online like so that was a huge jump from where it used to be it's a huge jump, and 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 it's on sale right now. If I remember, I know on the Japanese store it's like ten bucks, so it's probably around the same uh, on all the other Steam platforms, you know, the other regions. So if you haven't played it, definitely go and give it a, a, a shot. I I have it on PS4. I I'm just interested in playing the the single player. I'm not good with all the the twitchy wall running and yeah. I can't, so I, I can't trick like Octane. I was um I was playing on the weekend right and. Mm-hmm. It's like it's kind of like riding a bike, so you kind of get into the groove of like uh, slide hopping and, and wall running and stuff. Right. And then right. I jumped into Apex like right after, mm-hmm. and like I just jumped on a wall, and I'm like, "What, what is happening? <laughs> like, why, why can't I?" Yeah, I was like, "What?" Yeah. Oh, this that's that's priceless. Like, and I was playing the Ghost Runner demo over the over the weekend yeah. too, and I was just yeah. like, "Oh, wall running!" And I remember it's like, "Oh, this is this must be how it feels to run on walls all the time. It's pretty nice." Oh, it's so fun. Yeah, I can't shoot I while hot... I'm running on this wall, but it's nice. Yeah, I have a hot tip for anyone who's playing Titanfall two for the first time on on Steam. If you're playing on a PC, okay. Uh, it's in the same universe as Apex Legends, so you're probably familiar with some of the weapons, like O oh, Mozambique Wingman R97 is what it's called in the game, and okay. like those kind of guns. Um, if you're gonna be jumping into Titanfall from Apex, uh, my hot tip is don't ADS. You don't need to. The guns are very accurate. Okay. And you need to, I would say, pretend like pretend like the ground is lava. Like don't touch the ground. So, like, always be wall running, always be on a roof, always be, like, just not on the ground. Like, don't, don't touch the ground. 
Oh my word. I, I'm like imagining I was like, I'm gonna be on the ground. I'm like, oh never mind. Never yeah, mind. don't don't like just don't run on the ground. If you have to run on the ground, slide hop because it's it's faster and then you're you're harder to hit that way. See that's so that's that PC PC skip tech, you know. You can do it on console. You, you can do it on console. Yeah. 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 It's a, it's a bit harder to do on console because you have to like um jump efficient with your buttons. Yeah, because I on PC you can change the hold to crouch so you okay. just hold control and then tap the space bar as you're continuously holding control or c or whatever your your crouch button is okay. but on console it's uh toggle to crouch so it's like mm. yeah you have to hit the button twice basically um it's kind of hard but yeah you can still do it on console okay and, and uh i think so for the event that they're having now with Apex. I think this is going to go live on Tuesday. This is coming up Tuesday. So by the time you listen to this podcast, it'll be up. But Lost Treasures event, which is pretty cool. I, I mean, Armed and Dangerous is coming back. It's got a little evolved is what it's called. Armed and Dangerous evolved because everyone's got Evo shields this time around. They're starting off with Evo shields. Yeah, uh, that's, that's crazy, these, dude. Yeah, the sniper and shotgun mode. If you, it's if snipe, sniper shoddy, yeah. Yeah, and uh, the new town takeover by Crypto, a.k.a. M- Mr. Mustachio. Yeah, do you like his mustache? Freaking, it looks so weird. Like, I don't even understand. <laughs> it's a weird mustache. But hey, it's all good. And of course, uh, you if you collect all the little items, just like in previous events, you can get unlock uh, Mirage's heirloom, which is, you know, it's Mirage. It's got a nice little trophy. It's nice. Have you yes. been paying attention to the rumored buffs that some legends are getting? So I haven't. Looked, I looked at the trailer and I noticed that Lifeline was straight up rezzing someone without being next. To, like the drone was rezzing by itself exactly. with the shield, yep. exactly, and Lifeline exactly. was just like, "I'm gonna just go and just you know mess some people up by while my drone's rezzing." I'm like, "That's that's pretty cool." That's... So how do you feel about that? Okay, so there's two things. One, I can't tell if Mirage still does it better because no one can see me. Period. Oh, because you get cloaked, right? Because you get cloaked, or I kind of liked being shielded as lifeline. <laughs> like, I know it's good that I can still hit the people, but it kind of sucks that I don't have a shield anymore. Well, I you mean, can stay behind, can you stay can stay behind, behind your own shield. Yeah. But you can't shoot through it. You can't shoot through it? You can't shoot from the other side? I mean, you can shoot left or right, but you can't shoot through your shield. Oh, right? I didn't know that. I, th- I thought you could. I don't know. Can, can you? Like, wait, can, can, can lifeline shoot through her shield? Well, wait, we've never had to do it before. Yeah, well, you... Lifeline can't shoot, so we've never tested it. <laughs> we've never tested uh, it. No one's ever probably shot through it either. Like, oh, let me shoot through Lifeline. If you can, that'll be fine. I, I, I'm actually for that. But yeah, I don't I don't know. Like, I like the functionality of the drone doing that, but I I, I don't know, man. So I think... I don't know, how do you um, feel? Yeah, I, I think it makes Lifeline a, a different healer, a more versatile healer, because it's mm-hmm. true... Because the thing is, like, with the buffs of the other legends, it's kind of, in a really indirect way, made Lifeline less appealing. So, for example, when they gave Gibraltar the speed buff with the shield, that kind of made him, like, a really good reser, because you're shielded, and it's, like, half time or something, right? Right, right. And then they did the Mirage buff, where he cloaks now, where he when he reses you or respawns you. And, and I, someone was telling me the ship also is cloaked when it comes in? I do not think the ship is cloaked. Just okay, that would have been crazy. I was like, "Dang, Mirage, yeah. are you taking that?" Okay, okay, yeah. So that's so huge. That, that kind of made Lifeline a less appealing uh, medic, but I'm glad that they they gave her this kind of buff to give to 
um, to kind of make her like a different type of medic, because now she's the only medic who can stay offensive while resing. That's true. That's true. Everyone else has to still be in a the res position, if you know what I mean, which I, yeah. I think that works really well, like he said. And I, I think overall, a lot of people will come back to playing Lifeline. I don't think a lot of people stop playing Lifeline in the first place. If we kind of look at st the stats, it's kind of like Wraith, you know, like they're both so solid and so good of players that uh, similar to Mirage, people who play them, like they don't need to stop playing them per se. So this is this is maybe what they need. I don't know. Is Octane getting his buff? Like, is there any hints to what that may be? Um, I don't know. I really want to hear about them because I I play Octane, so I'm curious to see to know like how they're gonna change him, right? So they they buffed his um ultimate, so it recharges every minute, which is pretty fun. That's I've been nice. using a lot of jump pads. I've been using I've been using jump pads in very creative ways now that it re mm -hmm. that it regens so much faster. Mm -hmm. Um. I've been using them offensively, if that makes sense. If you know, if you can imagine what that means. Please don't tell me um, you're throwing them at the middle in the middle of the fight, so a person's like, "Oh, what the heck!" and then they just fly. Yeah, 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 and it like <laughs> springs them away. It's so funny. It's so funny. I um, sail away, sail away. I had a thing where like a, a pathfinder was jumping in train yard on mm -hmm. those hanging containers. Okay. Okay. Yeah. There was a pathfinder that was, that was gonna that did zipline up and. Before I got there, I chucked the jump pad down, and he springed off it. He just, like, repelled him away. It was so funny. I laughed so hard. Oh, my goodness. Uh, yeah. That's... Anyways, yeah, I've been, I've been using a jump pad, so I want to know how they're going to buff him in other ways. I, I My guess is maybe they'll give him a double jump. Maybe they'll make the health respawn, like, his, his self-inflicted, like, um, damage. Mm-hmm. They might reduce that or they might make it so he re regenerates it faster. I don't know. So it makes it more my, appealing to use my him. crazy, my crazy request that they're not going to do because it, it literally would break the game in some with one character is he just stems everyone on his team. Oh, so it's everyone just, speeds up? No, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. madness. That's madness. No. Do, do you just want to see, do you want to see Bangalore? Like, <laughs> Bangalore? Yeah, that, that's Someone madness. starts shooting at her stem. Like, Bangalore is like freaking Sonic the Hedgehog out there. Yeah, my uh, yeah, my my guess is they're gonna give him like a double jump, or they're going to change tweak something regarding the self-inflicted damage for Stim. Mm -hmm. And also with this mode, uh, that they're also introducing some mobile respawn beacons, so you don't have to respawn at the beacons themselves, which is really that's, cool. That's you game. Can, that's game changing. That's game changing. For, that's for game final, changing. like you know, for the final two rings or something, when you're out of like you have a banner, but you can't like you can't reach use, the beacon. Yeah. 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 So I'm I, I I suspect just like with the Evo shields that this is actually going to be coming back into play. Mm -hmm. and yeah, it's interesting that it the, the it's interesting that the Evo shield stayed because when they did the event, they're like, oh, we're testing them. We don't know if they're gonna um, be around, and then just like, oh, okay, we're keeping them. So. Yeah, and I, and I think they've added a large dynamic change because when you see people with red armor, you're just like, oh, not red armor again. I'm tired of you people. Get away from me. With all your mm -hmm. extra, your little extra health on there, and there, there is know. something very, there's something so satisfying though about downing someone and then taking their red shield. Oh, taking their red shield. It's like thank yeah. you for doing the work. Now it's I'm like gonna this, cash is, in. this, this I'm is mine now. It's just mine. Yeah, or you, or you pick up a purple one and it's like 17 more damage, and you're like, oh yeah, yes please. Thank you. Uh, and then yeah, so after that we they talked about Sims, I think it's Sims Five or Sims Four. You know, like the Sims, basically Sims coming to Steam. 
so that's a thing. And then some indie games that they had, we're kind of going to skip over that because the last two announcements that they made, of course, we already knew about Star Wars Squadrons. We haven't seen any gameplay, but this time they let us know. Uh, they showed us a bunch of the gameplay. They've kind of also unveiled how it's going to play out. And for the most part, yes, this is a flight sim. Uh, no no getting around it, but it's going to be still going to have, you know, if you ever played Rogue Squadron uh, on the 64 or GameCube, or if you played, you know, those, it's a, also a mix of that and X-Wing and TIE Fighter. So it's a sim, but not a strict sim. If you want to go and do some crazy maneuvers, you know, uh, what did the guy actually say? He said something like, divert your power from the shields, put them to your boosters, go really fast, and then, you know, drop all of your power and then just drift and then cut it back, do crazy stuff like that, you'll be able to do it. Or if you just want to just hang out, have fun, play 5v5 against other people in the different modes, that's there as well. There's also going to be a single player mode. So if you don't care about people, go do that. That's going to be me. I'm going to be playing this because I loved uh, X-Wing, uh, like the, the squadron games. I loved those so much. And it's only going to be $40 and the whole thing is playable in VR. That's all oh you actually God, yeah, need to know. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> Are you going to get a... Like, I know we're getting like money from the government. Are you, what are you going to blow it on? Have you decided? I still don't know. I still haven't got the money, but it's yeah, like, I mean, mm, I mean, me neither. But yeah, I feel like like this week we should be getting that money. But like, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, it's like a thousand dollars at least. So it's like VR. I know I was looking at the Oculus. Was it Quest or Rift Go Quest? The, the Oculus one, Quest is the computer. one that's standalone. Yeah. Yeah. So I was looking at that, and I was like, okay, this you know it's affordable. I mean. They're all affordable with free money, but I'm just like, okay, this is pretty affordable. I can still play a lot of these games. But then part of me is like, uh, but I want to see them in nice graphics and things. And the, you know, the index is still, that's that's expensive, but it's pretty the, awesome. The too. index, mm. yeah, is in Japan now. It, it took a while for the index to get to Japan, but it's in Japan now. It's expensive as hell, though. It's real expensive. Is it is it over a thousand? Um, Give me a second. I'm going to go to Skumo, my favorite computer shop in Tokyo. Tsukumo. That's not actually their jingle, but that's just my jingle for them. Sukumo. Uh it's 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 a hundred and thirty eight thousand yen, three hundred eight yeah, hundred thirty eight thousand. Okay. Okay. So that's a, that's what, thirteen hundred dollars fourteen, somewhere around there. It's But that's that's the full set. Um but this would be what you would be getting because you don't have any kind of VR. Exactly. Setup. Exactly. So that is that's the headset and the controllers and the base stations. And those are all required. You just can't be like, Oh, I don't need controllers obviously yeah. right so you, you need the you need the whole thing so it's you need like, the whole set uh, but for someone like me who already owns an HTC Vive I can upgrade piecemeal mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so I could get just the headset or I could get just the controllers or, or just the base station base stations if I really was insane but yeah this, I don't know this is like this is I don't know like for me I think like flight sims are perfect like like this is like the perfect game where you can just go into VR and really feel like you're there. Cause you're going to, you're going to be looking left and right. You're going to be, you know, trying to find out who's on, on your left, who, who's on your six or whatever, you know? Yeah. And you want to get a chair Oh my or goodness. It's, it's yeah, pretty I cool. Forty. Did we ever talk about VR? Cause I have a VR, VR headset. I don't know if we talked about like did VR much. Talk, I did think you, we talked you, about it, but we didn't talk you about never, Yeah. You never tried my VR headset, right? No, no, I haven't. I've, one, I haven't. Of, one of my favorite things about VR is really simple. It's like when you have a VR headset that's compatible with Steam VR, is that you can download a bunch of um, environments. So when you have a VR headset, Steam 
installs something called like VR Home, mm -hmm. and it becomes like a VR dashboard. So you put on your headset, and now you're looking at your Steam library in VR. You're in a home, in some kind of environment. Like I have a cabin in the mountains, <laughs> and like my Steam library is now on the wall, and I can go up to it and I can pick a game, like touch it, you know, in VR, and then it'll launch. That's so, pretty cool. A bunch of these environments are free to download. They're just made by the community. And some dude um, ripped like almost all the famous environments from Ocarina of Time. Wow. You like touched them yeah. up? Yeah. Yeah. And they look really good. And like, so I'm in like the friggin' Temple of Time. In v and, it, and it plays the music. And it's just like, oh, it's so awesome. Cool. Or I'm in like yeah. Hyrule Field and it's playing the music. I've been, you know, it's just like, it, it's. At the the very first time you step into VR, and the very first time you step into these familiar environments from a game like Ocarina, it's I don't I don't want to say like emotional, but it's like really really cool because you're like in the world that you loved as a kid, and it's playing like the town music, and you're like, oh, this is the best. It it really is like VR. I don't know. It, it I didn't use VR at one point. I, I actually did like development for a VR game and tested out for like about a year i guess but there was before even trying vr i was just like oh it's, it's still just 3d like what's different from looking at it on a tv screen you know it's okay oh, fine yeah. I'm, it's like fine yeah. i'm in it but it's still gonna be a game still gonna be like you know there's not gonna be much different but i put that thing on i was like oh 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 this is yeah cool. there's something <laughs> it's like, very oh, it's cool. yeah there's something very overwhelming about it about just being completely immersed in your environment Oh, um, that's good. Now is a perfect time if you own VR or don't own, like, to get into VR since we're all locked in-ish to an extent. To an extent. It's a, it's a good time to... 2020 is a good year for to get into VR. Uh, hopefully, we'll see the market kind of grow a little bit more and we'll get some uh, more experiences. I, I think, yeah, I think the Quest, honestly, is is probably the right direction for VR. It's not as powerful as something like the index that requires high-end hardware and a high-end PC. Mm -hmm. um, like technically, yeah, it's better because it's higher refresh rate, higher resolution, whatever, whatever, right? Right, right. But in, in terms of what just VR, I think, should be, I think the Quest is the way to go because there's, there's no wires. You don't need a computer. You just put the thing on and that's it. And I think that's where it like, has to... most people, yeah, will want to experience VR. Yep. And so that's once again Star Wars Squadrons. Uh, you'll be able to get it on October 2nd for 40 bucks, PS4, Xbox One, PC, you know, on Steam and Origins, and also the Epic Store. Yay! Apparently it has cross platform cross play as well. So I, I think yeah. going forward, EA is just going to have cross play as like that standard. And so hopefully that, you know, becomes, you know, standard across the board for, for all games, period. And finally, they let us know they're making Skate 4. Literally, that was the most. Oh, yeah, Skate. Yeah, Skate, huh? in develop like okay so i've never played skate i've always looked at skate uh i've i've played tony hawk all the tony hawks i love tony hawk i love skate i used to skateboard when i was a kid and when i, when I was in middle school and mm -hmm. i i looked at skate and i was like oh this is kind of interesting it looks kind of technical but i loved how you really felt like you were like looking like one of those skateboarding music not music videos but one of the you know trick videos or whatever and it, it just had a really good feel to it right and it's been years and years and years, and I know a lot of people have wanted Skate, uh, a sequel after Skate 3, which was in 2010. And EA is just like, I, I have no clue who decided to do this, but they were just like, hey guys, you're going to be able to make Skate 4 now. Also, 
Just say this on the press conference. Just say, we're making Skate 4. And that's what they did. We'll get yeah. this game four years from now. <laughs> that's it. Makes you wonder when we're going to see Diablo 4. That that should be coming up, right? Like maybe next year, early next year at the latest? Oh my, I don't know. What is Blizzard doing? We went Overwatch 2? Like what's, anyways, that's a oh, different that's, discussion. But. Oh, that's true. We, we don't even know. Uh, but speaking of like where are games or what's happening, of course, Cyberpunk 2077 got delayed, unfortunately, from, I believe, uh, when was it supposed to originally come out? September? Uh, we'll keep saying this. I think September, yeah, and now it's November. November yeah, so it's November nineteenth, and of course, you know they're not worried about it, and I don't think we should be. But I know a lot of people. Maybe they were hype, and maybe they did some preparations. Yeah, it's just two months, and I think it's going to be a good game. Let give them the time to to put out a polished product. Like Witcher Three, for example, is what came out a long time ago now, a couple of years, but it's still good. Mm-hmm. It's still very good. much. It's still a very good game. So like. You know, I feel this will be on that level, I think, so. Yep, and if you buy the game on PS4 or PS5, you're going to be able to upgrade to Xbox Series X and also PS5. Uh, which is nice. For free, which is nice. Yep. So, which is nice. So there you go. And Horizon Forbidden West, which I thought was going to be a launch game. Uh, unfortunately, they, they, they said that it's going to be coming to PS5 in 2021. We don't know when, so it could still technically be in a launch window before March. I, I don't know. I think originally it came out in February, so uh, for the original Horizon Zero Dawn, but who knows? You know, Forbidden West. I'm looking forward to it. We'll see where it goes. And Super Smash Brothers. By the time this podcast comes out for uh, SSBU, I just wanted to say that, you're going to be finding out what ARMS character you're going to be playing. Does Rose, anyone care? I, I don't know. Some, you know, Smash fans, I don't <laughs> yeah, I, I all I can say thing. is just uh, 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 well I think there are, there, there may be one or two more fighters after this um, so yeah because there's season two like the two. fighter yeah. yeah season two so I'll, let's just hope that the next one is better I don't know I, I don't know well we'll see yeah legit though I think nothing can top like Joker like when Joker led season one Yo, I was like, that was crap, too high yes. everyone was just like what and the, wait yeah, have I was we like what's next the whole theory behind that is that we were getting a, a persona on you know Switch, Switch. and and we did we, we did ended up technically getting, we technically scrambled. did we got yeah. scramble we got scramble yeah. so everything that they do like guest character wise they, they kind of get it and people still want Sora to this day they're like well where's our Sora at from uh, Kingdom Hearts I don't know if there's gonna be. A- Would you like Sora in Smash Bros? I don't know, man. I'm sure. Yeah, that's fine. I mm-hmm. want like. We got Cloud. I still want Chrono. I still want Chrono. They, hey Square, make it happen. Remake. Yeah, put Chrono on there. Like what? He he's perfect. That's it. And then finally, well, the I I forgot to mention. I'm getting all the news from pretty much Polygon this week. Uh, so thank you, Polygon.com. I love you. Yeah, so the voice of Sonic the Hedgehog on Twitter. I know uh, Alex is a huge fan of the the Sega the Sonic the Hedgehog Twitter account, but Aaron Weber is now uh, kind of you know moving on to different pastures inside of Sega. So apparently, and I didn't follow this that well, like when he took over, but apparently, yeah, this from thirty thousand followers to was it three like five point eight million followers? He grew that account with. The single mm-hmm. purpose of just like, and I'm reading a, a quote right here, and he's just like, 
let's see. Let me let me find it. There's it's a pretty humorous account, and I think that's what you loved about it as well. And he just yeah. found uh, he had no clue what he was going to do, but he just had to make it interesting. So he did. He just posted fun content, memes, references you wouldn't expect from an official account, and uh, apparently it worked. He's like, normally this is a good way to lose your job, but you know the, the community responded. What did what? So was that what you loved in kind of heart and in theory about the account that it, it just didn't feel like a, a company account of any sort? Yeah, I mean, like he was one of the first ones to really kind of go in that direction. So in his goodbye message, he said like he he made the risk to stop getting approval for tweets from Sega Japan. And as <laughs> as someone who lives and works in Japan, like I really kind of feel that. I respect that. Where if you work for a Japanese company, like what happens is you can't do anything. Your hands are tied. You have to get like approval all the time. Right, it's like right. run things by approval. And then for this guy to just be like, oh, I'm not doing that. I'm not going to get approval. I'm mm -hmm. going to do what I want. That's obviously a huge risk. He says, he says in his message that like normally that's a good way to get fired. Right. Um, but the fact that it it worked, he gambled and it worked. He decided to be like, he kind of like trusted himself to put out content that would get a good reaction mm -hmm. and it worked. I remember the when he started doing that, I remember like a tweet, like a lot of people had assumed that the account got hacked. Got Someone hacked. hacked the account. Yeah. Because he was just posting a lot of memes he was making fun of himself like there was a thing where he would like uh because there was that infamous scene in sonic the head of 2006 where sonic kisses like a oh, human oh the kisses the human i don't know if we talked yeah. about that on stream or not on stream but on uh yeah on the podcast last week and like there's there's some phases of sonic people there are some phases yeah. oh man there's some phases and then, like, in one of the tweets, he was just like, oh, don't worry, we all make mistakes. Sometimes, we like, I kiss the human sometimes, like, once or something. And, like, just, it's really self, um, what's the word, like, self... Uh, Is it deprecating or self-referencing? Yes. Yeah. That kind of humor, right? And, like, that was unique at the time for a brand to kind of laugh at itself. So, um, I respect that. There's one thing that I laughed about later down the line mm -hmm. is, like, Oh my god, I don't know how to start. So there is like a, a, a community meme of like Knuckles, because Knuckles, they'll put like and Knuckles behind something. So it's like something, something and Knuckles, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then there's like a joke image where it's like Sonic the Hedgehog and Knuckles and Knuckles and Knuckles or something. Um, Coming out, I can't remember the year, but like coming out in like say 2040 or something, right? Please and that happen. that happened to be the same year that Deus Ex Mankind Divided takes place in. Don't so, tell me there was Knuckles just in there. Right? That would have been funny. So the, the official Deus Ex account tweeted to Sonic the Hedgehog and, and just said, like, I always ask for this. Because that's another meme. So there's a Deus Ex meme that's just like, it's the famous line from the first game. So I never asked for this, right? Right, right. And then, like, so they tweeted to Sonic saying, like, I always ask for this. And it's like this awkward Photoshop smile of Jensen smiling. It looks really oh, weird. Oh, man. And then, That's good. and then it doesn't end there. And then a couple years later, when Mankind Divided actually came out, I was playing it. You go into a store in the oh, game. Oh no! Don't yeah, tell me yeah, it's yeah. Knuckles and Knuckles, Sonic and Knuckles yeah. and Knuckles. <laughs> that exact, that exact game, that exact image oh, from the from word. their Twitter account was that's, in the game. Dude, yeah, that's that's that is what 
that is what makes social media really cool when you're following people and like you just get that response from like it's not just like okay it's us the fans we're talking and it, but it's like other companies are also paying attention to and then like to see that come into the game that's stupidly awesome that's that's I, la awesome. I laughed so hard i laughed so hard i was like i can't believe they did it like those mad lads they did you, it because you know they had to ask them they had to be like hey guys uh we actually want to put this yeah in. we want to put it in the game yeah because that would have been what uh square asking sega i think that would have been yeah that would have yep. been square asking sega yeah <laughs> oh that's too good that that's too good so kudos man pat yourself on the back aaron and uh don't stop doing your awesomeness wherever you are uh, in sega whatever you do yeah fans love you we love you and as the love goes on i don't even know what i'm talking about anymore but <laughs> i was gonna say as the love goes on i started feeling like Lion King in my in my head. Anyways, everyone, uh, Alex just showed me a, a, a screenshot of it. It's it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Uh, if you are playing Last of Us 2, you'll notice that there are a couple of copies of uh, Uncharted. I think it's one and two. And uh, there might be a Crash Bandicoot somewhere, but you know, they're there. They're yeah, there. I like, Along I with like a fat like that, yeah. There's, it's a fat PS3 as well. It's not even slim. It's Apparently fat. there's someone playing a Vita in Last of Us 2. What the? What? Yeah, apparently. Oh, man. Well, it's been a good episode. I've really enjoyed it. Uh, we, we've kept you for about an hour and 10 minutes now, but we, we're, we're glad that you've stayed with us as long as you have. It's, you know, always week in, week out. We love talking with you guys and we love, you know, just hanging out, playing games. So I'm going to go play some more Last of Us. I think Alex is going to continue playing more Persona 4 Golden. Yeah, or and Persona 5 Royal, something like that. I don't know. Or we'll see. One of those Ps. One of those Persona Persona game. A Persona one, game, yeah. A Persona game. And remember, you can always find us on uh, the, the Twitters and the Instagrams. Just refer to the beginning of the show if you don't remember the, the link. It'll be in the, the show descriptions. And uh, shout-outs to any of the other podcasts that are listening to us. I know uh, the Console Gaming crew is great guys. They also do some streams. Uh, so if you can find them on Twitter, they're on our Twitter as well. Just just check them out. They're a great group of uh, of guys and totally love to support everyone out there. So uh, that's going to do it for us this week. We'll be back for episode number 39 of the Unknown Games podcast. We are creeping up on 40, everyone, and that's creepy mm -hmm. in a good way, in a good way, in a good way. And remember, uh, you set the tone, whatever you do, go play some games and uh, you know, put something good out into the world. Enjoy your life. And we'll catch you next week. Sounds good. Peace. Peace. I always ask for this. Yeah, is that funny? Oh, that's that is a creepy smile. <laughs> that's yeah, a so creepy like, smile. It's, it's, that's the tweet. That's the tweet that they said.